Great Aussie Bush Camp was kind of just like the school camp everyone went to within like a it was like five the five meter radius. Yeah, and and for for context, this place was, was so shitty. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was, was just. Was. It was your. Don't you dare talk crap about Great Aussie Georgia, Bush Camp. The dinner was served as chicken surprise. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Lily and I'm Georgia and you're listening to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. So in this episode of G Thanks, we talk about how I was queen at my school's medieval day, which kind of checks out, how I completely lost my temper at one of my friends at a school camp and how Lily was that weird kid who slept in the teacher's cabin at a school camp. I, I really can't believe that I was that kid, you know, just that weird kid that <laughs> was the kid who slept in the teacher's cabin, but it's true, I, I did it. The other day... A Snapchat memory came up. I know that they can either be brutal or they can be, um, you, you know, need to look nice at story. it and just completely cringe at your like oh, yeah. self that was only three years ago. And you're like, how was that three years ago? I'm <laughs> but, a different um, person. But but the other day, a Snapchat memory came up of my little cousin. Um, in the school holiday, she came over for a sleepover, and I was making her a snack in the kitchen. And I come back into my room, and she's got my <laughs> bra and my underwear on over her t-shirt and shorts, and she stood inside there, out, inside out, and she stood there so proud and so pr- like happy with herself. And I said. Sweetie, they're inside out. Um, and she was just so cute and so sweet. And it's one of my favourite school holiday memories. And I, But I do remember that was the night that she came over without Will and she cried. And without her brother. Without her brother, Will. And and without her mum, I think it was her first time having a sleepover. And the poor little thing cried because she wasn't used to staying at someone else's house and she just she had to go home. I remember, it was yeah. so... Yeah, I feel like everyone in their childhood does that at least once where like that first sleepover, you're freaking out. You're like, this is a different person. And I, I was always that kid. I don't know what it was or why, but I would freak out if I couldn't sleep. And I would call mum shaking. Oh, I was the same. Do you know what I mean? Like for some reason. I didn't go to sleepovers until I was probably 13, 14 years old. That was my first sleepover that I actually slept at because I was so scared that I couldn't, I wouldn't sleep and yeah. I'd be the only one awake in the house. Yes. I don't, but I don't know what, what was so scary about the thought of not being able to sleep as if like. I know. And that's what mum told me every time. She's like, so what? You just don't yeah, sleep. But I'm like, but I, okay. And I was like, hang on. Yeah, actually. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just scared. Yeah, I think like the prime time to have sleepovers was like school holidays because you'd mm. book you'd book it you'd book everyone in. Like yeah, you know, <laughs> you'd call on the home phone. On the home phone. Oh, yes. On the landline. You'd have saying, to go into the phone hey, book. Hey, um uh, hey Mrs. I don't know, Mrs. Reed, is is um is Casey there? Like or no, you know what I mean? Like you, Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to look through mum's phone book. To you find have to Maddie's hype yourself name. up to like be able to talk to the parent first, yeah. ask it. it can they come over? Can today? Lucy come and sleep over, please? Oh my god, there'd be there'd be people listening to this that wouldn't know what a landline is. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think booking in someone for every single night school holidays was peak prime time sleepover time. And today we're going to be talking about school holidays. 
So we're going to jump into a game called Get Graded. Now, you might be familiar with this name because we played this game back in one of our episodes that was called Gee Thanks for High School. So if you want to get familiar with this game, I'd suggest going back and listening to that episode first. Mm. So we're going to be grading a few things about school in general. So having teachers for parents. (laughs) F! F! Both our parents are high school teachers. So we do have teachers as parents, but we never went to our mum or dad's school. Like, Which I think was a very good decision on my was a very behalf. good decision because I was always that type of kid to be like, mm, like they're just the teacher's child, that's why they're doing well. Or they, get, like, yeah. or they get a special award. So one of my friends, um, his mum was actually a French teacher. So he actually, because there wasn't a lot of French teachers, he got her as a teacher. Yeah. Um, and oh I God. think a lot of the guys would be like, oh, you're the teacher's pet and like, you know, oh, mummy's boy. Did he, did he have to call her Mrs.? Of course. Like he's not gonna call her mum. Why would he not? Call, that's just weird because, to me. No, because he's. It's. You he, mean she is in a different role. It's his teacher, not his. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. True, but I. I don't think I could do it. And then there was another friend of mine. Her mum was an English teacher, and a lot of people uh, suggested that you know she did well because her mum was a teacher, and her mum would help her at home and no, stuff like that. Of course, though. But like, whose mum doesn't help them at home? It just yeah. so happens she's a teacher at the same school. Yeah. True. Let's rate school camps. Oh, a plus. A plus. I think school camps are, are some of the most like bonding, like the best bonding experiences. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking character building experiences you can have as a young'un. Seriously. <laughs> people always like hated or, or just talked crap about Great Aussie Bush Camp. I loved it. <laughs> I loved that place. If you're from For Newcastle. For international listeners, Great Aussie Bush Camp was kind of just like the school camp everyone went to within like a it was like five the five meter radius. Yeah. And in four. <laughs> For context, this place was, was so shitty. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was just. Was. It was your. Don't you dare talk crap about Greater Georgia. The dinner was served as chicken surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk more about Great Aussie Bush Camp as the episode goes on because there is quite a lot of like juice <laughs> Stories. and tea. I don't know why I said juice. <laughs> Maybe because that's what they served. <laughs> you know, the cordial that was like, <sighs> like they get a dropper and put like two drops of cordial. Like, ah, that's enough. <laughs> Just two litres of water and two drops of cordial. <laughs> That'll make the, the kids go crazy off the sugar. Yeah, so camps A+. plus. Yeah. What about canteen foods? Canteen food. Oh, Ooh, I love a good good chicken nugget from the canteen not gonna lie so processed but so, <laughs> so good. good so overpriced as well i remember in primary school what i would always order if i had a uh, lunch order on fridays <laughs> i would get a meat pie and then i'd scoop out the inside and, eat it, and then eat the pastry because that's what Ew. every weird little kid did <laughs> were you the type who like put the sauce in with the meat oh, mushed yeah. it up mushed yeah it up. Yep. yep my producer's nodding at me at least i'm not the only one it's meat pie surprise that's just disgusting and so is my my sound man oh my god i see i'm not the only one george there's three three out of four people in the room do this do you remember <gasps> the paddle pops oh the paddle pops and they had like um the banana ones were my favorite yeah yeah but do you remember the um it was called liquor prize do you remember liquor <laughs> yes. prize holy shit everyone frothed the liquor prize because you could get a free one because everyone just wanted the free paddle pops and i remember like when i would eat this paddle pop i wouldn't eat it properly i would like eat like like eat as fast as I could, like like right down to just the top of the stick. So the top of the stick was exposed so I could see if I won something. And I remember you could win like a Wii, a trip, a trip to Bali or something. I want to know who won those. Like who would go to Bali and you meet someone in Bali? Oh, like why are you here? (laughs) I won a liquor prize. (laughs) 
I would love to know if any of our listeners actually won anything more than a free paddle pop off those. Yeah, or, or how did you like collect them? Because I remember yeah. I would just chuck them out and go, oh, I'm not going to get like this, the other Well, because they'd be all sticky and you get ants in your fridge. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, um, but I do remember like um, when the bell rung, everyone would run to the canteen for these paddle pops. Like it was the biggest craze at one point. Do you remember? Because well, you didn't want to be at the back of the line. And and the, the like the canteen ladies would be ready with the boxes of paddle pops <laughs> out of the freezer because everyone wanted a paddle pop. Do you remember the jumpies that they had? Yes. And then they'd be like half full. You'd get like two kangaroos in them. Yes, the jumpy or the JJs. Yeah, it was JJs. JJs. So good. They were so good, but they had palm, palm oil, oil in them. In so them. they were taken out of our canteen. So good job, humanity. No, it was like two kids that thought they were doing something good for the environment. But well, they were. They were, but <laughs> but they still make. But you made your JJ. But they still make them. Like it. I know, but it, anyway. it's still it's still a good thing. It stops. It is a lot of production of it. It is. We didn't even give a grade, Lily. Oh, we just we got carried we? away with the liquor prize. How dare I've we? Got, I've got to I've got to give it a solid A. Or A plus. A plus. You know Our canteen. I think the canteen now has gone all like, oh, health. So it's probably like a B. But yeah. like in our days, there was oily hash browns, jumpies, it chicken was, nuggets. Oh. It was meat pies without it was the like pastry. A diabetes factory. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was great as a kid. So A plus for canteen foods. But let's go to group assignments. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid C. It depends on the group because in my year, they were like, oh, we're going to introduce PBL. My year was always oh, the guinea pig for shit. We we had to do PBL, which was project-based learning. Your, you think your year was the guinea pig? Excuse me. Excuse me. I was in a pandemic. I was the guinea pig for online school. We had a different graduation. We had PBL. We were the guinea pigs, so don't even start with me. All right. All Thank right. you. Thank you. What was PBL again? Project-based learning. Oh, and yuck. the teachers <laughs> the teachers would put you in a group with random people because they were like, when you go out into the real world, guys, you're going to have to work with people you don't like and you don't know. Yeah. And I, I was like, yeah. Even though, the, even though when you when you get a, a real job, you're usually in a workplace full of like-minded people. Exactly. But still, you might have a dickhead who doesn't do any work. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, he's not going to be employed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put us in these groups and... A lot of us, like, hated it and would cry with the people we were with because one person would just end up having to do all the work while the other three were just like, oh, what are we doing? Like, it, it sucked. <laughs> and uh, there was we, it got to a point where we, we, like, campaigned and protested so much that we got to pick our own groups by the end of the year. Because it, it was ridiculous. Was you can't expect I'm, – I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to give it a – what, a D? You can't expect, like, a group – like, kids that – Especially at like that year, was it like year nine or yeah. something? Like that year, usually, year. usually you're very clicky with your friend yeah. groups. You're not very comfortable with talking to other kids, and I understand that they want to try to get you to socialize with other people. But like, do we can do that at recess, you know? And and if you're if you get along with those people in your group and like you think you work well with them, I don't understand what's so wrong about like letting you pick your own groups. Yeah, because they would purposely separate. Every group and like dish them out into groups. Like, all right, so we've got we've got the popular girls here. We've got like, the, you know, the weird kids under the stairs here. We've got the like, <laughs> we've theater got the, kids. the theater kids. We'll just we'll dish them out. We'll go. We'll pluck one out of each and we'll put them in different groups. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work because they're like because people are supposed to work with like-minded people. That's why they everyone you know who studies psychology wants to you know. Be a psychologist, mm. well, not necessarily, but you know, you're with like minded people, it's a lot easier to work with.
So school holidays started this weekend and I want to know some of your favourite school holiday memories, Georgia, because I know I have quite a few. I have a few stories, but I don't think they're quite as good as your um, snorkelling incident. Do you want to <laughs> revisit that? Well, there was an incident with a snorkel, but there was also an incident I don't with think the suit. snorkel had much to do with it. Um, well, okay, so <laughs> there actually is a story about the snorkel as well. <laughs> This is a different in, in, in uh, this is a different occasion. Okay. Couldn't breathe through a nose. <laughs> she kept having to, I just remember the amount of times I'd look over no, to okay. you and you're like Stop. And you take you'd have okay. to take off your mask and you snorkel and like <gasps> breathe. <laughs> no, because you breathe through the mouthpiece. I was fine. You're being dramatic. Um but the, me and my friend were snorkeling and we had a surfboard with us. <laughs> and I put my snorkel and mask on the surfboard. Um because we were just like swimming. <laughs> and it was a new mask, it was pink. Dad got it for me. I was so exciting um and i pop up from swimming and the mask skis. and we look for it for ages we can't find it and so we swim back in and i had to tell dad the sad story of losing the snorkel and he was so upset with me because he just bought it for me it was quite expensive too Snor- snorkels are quite snorkel. Snorkel. <laughs> snorkels are quite expensive but uh, me and my friend then went back out on this paddleboard and you could hire them at like the entrance of the beach <gasps> i yep. remember, that. remember this he was a not a nice man. Anyway, he was so, on a few things. I'm gonna say <laughs> he was a very hippie guy. Just mm. imagine, kind of your Byron Bay um, mm. on weed. Anyway, <laughs> we got the paddleboard and we took it out and we kind of just kept paddling. We we're having a great time. Kept paddling. We put the paddle down and we were just swimming around the like the board. We had the leg rope on and we were like snorkeling around it and stuff. And we then we realized, oh, we're a bit far out. Like there wasn't many people around us, and we're like, shit. And then we got really scared of sharks. So as little kids, you don't want to get in trouble from adults. It's very scary. Especially when they're not your adults. They're not your birth givers. Correct. They're, they can be quite scary. Yeah. So we had drifted oh, like pretty far out of the beach. And we didn't realise until we see the paddleboard guy <laughs> paddling towards us. I remember this! <laughs> and like what, your time was up and you were like, see ya. Like, no, we're but it wasn't even board. that. It was like, he was like... Oh, like, this is my board. You can't take it away. Like, what if, like, you lost the board or something? He didn't care if we bloody drowned. He was just worried about his board. And um, he comes in. He's like, what are you doing? Look how far out you are. Were you even looking at all this? And then he gets mad at us. And then so we're paddling back with him. And he starts just silently. And I'm, like, holding back the tears because an adult's yelled at me. And like That's pretty mean. Yeah, Yeah, tell me about it. I didn't know how to work a paddleboard. Yeah, he wasn't worried about you. He was just like, that's me paddleboard. Oh, and he didn't help us. Like, it's me and my little pigeon arms. Like, I'm probably, like, 10 years old with my friend. And we're trying to paddle back. I'm sitting at the front, like, using my hands because my friend's got the paddleboard. We're trying to get in because we feel really bad. And that was the last time we hired a paddleboard from that dude. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you remember the time um, when I stepped on a stingray there? Yes. Okay, so... And we wouldn't... No one could forget about it. You wouldn't let anyone forget about <laughs> no, it. No, I wouldn't because... Okay, so where we camped, it was like a bay area. So it, when the tide went out, it was very low tide. Um, and it was probably ankle high. Like, yeah. And I was walking through the water trying to get to Georgia and her friend. Mind you, she ditched me. She always did this. She ditched me and she'd go off with her friend because I was a little sister and I wasn't cool enough. Um, no, exactly. You're spot on with that one, yeah. Nail on the head. <laughs> And I was walking and there was a, a sand, like, um, stingray, like the ones that just shuffle a, in the sand. A sand stingray. Like it was sand colour. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> grey. So I couldn't see it. And I stepped on it 
and I saw its eyes open. Like I could see the the black blacks of its eyes. It had its eyes closed because oh, it was just laying there. Yuck! I hate and that vision you just gave me. And I ran the opposite way. I ran back to the tent, screaming, crying. And just it didn't actually sting her. No. <laughs> so she ran back crying just because it, its eyes opened. Well, I told the story and I was I told it like I was really brave and like it was. <laughs> I, I said I said, oh my god, yeah, its stinger was like so close to my foot, like I could see it coming up. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't try to sting me. But so uh, you stepped on it, yet it didn't sting you. Yeah, I think oh, that's maybe weird. I stepped near it. Like I don't know, its eyes opened, and um, yeah, I I, I acted as though it was stung. I don't know. I maybe t- I stepped near it. Maybe it wasn't even there. Maybe I just no, like it was imagine the eyes pop up, and I just made up that story. No, for a bit it of was attention. definitely there, but I definitely <laughs> exaggerated on the whole. Oh, it's it's Bob was like coming out and Yuck. like yeah. Yeah, I was a very dramatic kid, and I tried to get a lot of attention out of that one. But I know that you have a lot of stories from Trial Bay. Well, something I remember from camping is just getting frustrated so easily with everything. Like just mozzies, like the, the fact sand in your bed, the sand oh. in your bed. Like uh, I just I hated it, and I think something that got really annoying is because we stayed. We used to have like a camper, a camper van, like a camper mm. trailer. It was camper trailer. Yeah. It was something like that. And Lily and I quickly, quite quickly outgrew like <laughs> our beds in this camper van. So I had to, um, I had to use it like a tent yeah. and well, I chose to, cause I was like, no, <laughs> I've got my own room in my house. Therefore I'm going to sleep in my own bed. I remember I would always wake up in the morning and it would be boiling hot in a tent. And yeah. all I wanted to do was sleep in, but you can't. So I was forced into this new like body clock. <laughs> no, no, excuse me. It would be eight o'clock, nine o'clock, we'd be up getting breakfast and you would unzip your tent. <laughs> you would unzip your tent and have the door open and go back to sleep. Yeah, I'd flip myself to around to, so my head was on the other side with a bit of breeze so yeah. I could just like continue sleeping. Yeah, you, you didn't wake up. No, the, no, you did not go into a new body clock. Don't even act like you did. No, you, I tried. <laughs> I attempted to. But I do remember this this one year where, do you remember when, because we camped with a few other families and... um. One of uh, our friend's dads was a policeman. Do you remember this? Yeah. And there was a few people on this camp on the on the campground that he caught stealing from other people. Like, um, he caught them stealing uh, bikes and what what other things was it? like, like electronics laptops, from electronics. electronics. He was watching these people for like a two days or something and just saw them like and people meaning like teenagers saw them stealing a few things. He approaches them and confronts them about it. And um, they they acted all like, oh, you don't know anything. Like, you're not a policeman, blah, blah, blah. He shows them his badge and he goes, I'm a policeman. You can get arrested for this. Like, he, and as soon as he did that, they started, like, crying. Like, these, these are, like, little – like, <laughs> they're all tough guys until, like, someone yeah. points out that they're doing something wrong. And they fled the scene pretty quick. And I think they, they gave everything back but yeah. kind of, like – but they didn't want to admit that they'd stolen. Like, oh, this laptop's just kind of – showed up in my camper yeah. that's weird how, how what a coinky dink and um I remember like he had to do it was it was a bit sad because he had to do his job while he was supposed to be having like a holiday yeah and I don't think he minded though because they needed to like be told what to yeah. like, what not to do so we've talked a lot about um, school holidays, but I have more stories to do with like school camps. Yeah, and school camps kind of are a bit of a holiday, like yeah. in the middle of school. I think it's good. Yeah. So I remember in year seven, going back to the Great Aussie Bush Camp. Okay, 
For those who are who don't live in New South Wales, never been to Great Aussie Bush Camp, who are overseas, don't know what we're talking about. Great Aussie Bush Camp was like the prime of like school camps. Like you just you went there if your school couldn't think of anything else, anywhere else to go. Like that was like the default place. I just think every school within like a five kilometer radius went. Like. Yeah, it was so basically it was um, the front of it was a fake um, Uluru. Like, do you remember? The front of it was, but it was a service station. The front of it was a service station with like a fault, like a fake Uluru over the top of it. Like it was, but at this point it was so, it it was run down, like paint had worn off. Like it just looked so crappy. But like to tourists, like to tourists, like, oh, Uluru, amazing. Like that's, it must be that big. It was tiny. It was very small. It's like, it's like the Vegas version of Uluru. Anyway, um, so... I remember the school camp. I just loved it. I loved it how how much we bonded, like, um, and especially at that age where like it's all awkward, like ew, boy jams, girl jams, like year seven. But I remember going in year seven to this camp during winter, and my mum, <laughs> she will never forgive herself for this. She took me. Oh no no, it was during summer, but it had gone really cold or something, or it might have been right. autumn. And she let me go to this school camp, little tiny, like, skin and bone year seven Georgia, with this tiny, like, sleeping bag that was, like, an excuse of a sleeping bag. It was, like, this blanket was so thin. It was, like, paper thin. Paper thin. Like, you know when you touch a moth and it just disintegrates in your hands? Yeah. It was, like, that thin. (laughs) And it was this tiny little, like, sleeping bag that was really thin and everyone else had normal sleeping bags. Mm -hmm. Sleeping bags that keep you, I don't know, warm. And mum just left, like, let me take this thing. And I remember being all, like, cocky to my friends, like, guys, look at my sleeping bag. It's got a flower on it. Like, it's so, it's so comfy. And I was in denial. I was, like, that first night I was curled up in a ball, like, like, almost inverted myself. I was that, like, I was just shivering in this sleeping bag but I didn't want to like tell my friends I was cold because I'd hyped this sleeping bag up so much I was like look it's like so fluffy like look ah and then like a teacher came in of of the night to like check in on us and he looks at me like curled up in this ball shaking he's like you right sweetie I was like "Uh, yeah 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 I'm fine nah he comes in with like a doona like covers me up (laughs) like and mum has never let herself forget about that I mean that is just so like you to just like be like no no I'm not cold like I'm I'm fine because you you have to be the bigger person yeah I remember when I went to the great Aussie bush camp we slept in the tents so we weren't even in cabins we're in tents Mm. and the beds had two poles and then like this thick top material in between and they were as wide as your shoulders and I had to sleep on that and this was the stage where I didn't do sleepovers I did not like them because I felt like I couldn't go to sleep and you know I'd freak out if I couldn't sleep so I remember that night beds were so uncomfortable as is so of course you're gonna find it hard to go to sleep and I'd always be like I'd say to my friend Georgia, you awake? My friend Georgia also had the same fear of not being able to sleep. So we would keep talking to each other, but then she fell asleep and I got really scared. So I started crying and then one of the teachers came in and she took me into the teacher's cabin and was like, you can sleep in here. I was like, no, I don't want to be weird. (laughs) I was like, I "I don't want to be that weird kid that sleeps in the teacher's cabin. Oh my God. And then I was like, please just call my mom. I want to go home. I didn't hear that. And I had my phone and I was texting her at night being like, I miss you. I can't sleep mom and she mom dobbed on me because you weren't supposed to have your phone but I had my phone because I wanted to like you know feel safe what? I had connection did mom dob on you she dobbed on to me to a teacher yes she texted one of the teachers and said Lily has her phone oh I my think, god no Vicky. listen listen she was like I think if you need to take it off her she'll like 
find it easier to go to sleep. Like she's on her phone. That's I was like, completely no, false. No, I needed the security of being able to text you. So they took my phone off me. So I was That's even scared. Hilarious. I was so scared the second night. You're so like, I came mom home. hasn't even got my back. I came home and I was pissed at mom for like a solid week because I needed that security. I needed to know mm. I could text her. And um, yep. So I was, I was the weird kid who slept in the teacher's cabin. <laughs> uh I also had another another like shocking school camp. It was which one was that? The hiking trip in year eight. I didn't go on that one because no. I was too scared. Year ten. It was year no, ten. No, year eight. Year eight. Year eight. Year eight hiking trip. We, um, we had to before we even went on this hiking trip. We had to establish our fitness level because this was hiking, 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 and camping. And I remember, like, back when I was in year eight, I was quite like I was quite fit. I did like cheerleading and gymnastics. You're just skinny. I was I don't know. Or we could call it that. <laughs> I was just a very small kid. So I signed myself up for the fit group. I didn't go on the school camp because I was too scared of sleeping in a tent on like no mattress because you had to carry everything you took. And Georgia took this like tiny like yoga mat. I didn't want to sleep on a yoga mat. I couldn't sleep in, in general I in just, own bed. I regretted going the, the minute we left. I was like, I've got a yoga mat to sleep on. It was raining at this point. No one was happy. It was like, why are we even doing this at this point? Um, it was it was a shocking school camp. So as we were hiking, there was this one girl on in our group that was clearly not fit enough to be in the fit group. And I'm not saying she was uh, she was overweight or anything. She was actually quite a small girl, but she just didn't do she didn't really do any any you can activities. Be like skinny, after. but you can be not. fit. She was just unfit, yeah. and she wasn't fit for this type of hiking that we were doing. She was complaining and whining the whole time about being uncomfortable. Everyone was uncomfortable, and I remember she complained that much that she made like some of the boys in the group like carry her backpack, which was just as heavy as theirs on the front of them and like everyone had to take turns carrying her backpack and I remember just being so pissed off at this girl because everyone was comfortable but she was just whining like everyone was uncomfortable sorry everyone was uncomfortable but it was like the priority was all around her and she was just having a big old sook (laughs) and do you remember me coming home and complaining about this not really and during this, I had this rain jacket on that wasn't even a rain jacket. This was <laughs> a rain jacket from Aldi, from uh, Aldi that mum had gotten thinking it was a rain jacket. It was some kind of like light weather jacket. So like, like a spray jacket. A spray jacket. It was a spray jacket. This, it was pouring. The rain had soaked right through this little like flimsy ass like jacket. I was freezing and so uncomfortable and like... Um, I remember one of the boys on this school school trip, shout out to Gideon, love you Gideon, still love Gideon, he gave me his jacket, it, but he had a t-shirt on and because I, I think it was because, I don't know, maybe because his dad was a teacher and he was on our group and he probably told him to like, <laughs> Gideon, give your jacket to Georgia. He's like, no dad. <laughs> I don't know, but we'd set up the tents for a night, um, still raining, couldn't really get a fire going, could barely get a fire going. Um, we all had set up these tents and we were on this like rock that was kind of like sloped and we all woke up with a headache because we didn't realize that you had to 
you had to sleep sideways and without your like we all slept with our heads down the other way. Oh, so no. we woke up with like all the blood rushed to our heads. We woke up with a headache. We woke up in a puddle of water because the, the tents that they had provided us were not waterproof at all. Oh, no. We woke up drenched again. Like it was I've never been drenched for so long without getting being dry. Like yeah. we my fingers were that pruney that Ooh. you could probably like just bite one off. It was <laughs> it was it was horrendous. We were all like on the verge of tears. I remember one of the girls tripped over and sprained her ankle. <gasps> and at this point, we we were sick of it. We just wanted to get back. Like, I think even the teachers were like, yeah, stuff this shit. We're going back. <laughs> like, we, we had all decided we're going back. Yeah. This girl had sprained her ankle, the poor thing. Like, so we were trying to help her. Everyone, it was really quite a character building experience. Like, this yeah, was one I of those, like, it could have been do. a great reality TV show. But <sighs> this girl had sprained her ankle. But guess who was still complaining about being cold <gasps> and wet? No. And still... Still was fine with everyone else carrying her bag, taking turns. Stephanie. We'll call her Stephanie. We'll call her Stephanie. And I remember I snapped. Everyone went silent. I snapped at this girl because this poor – it was Mia. I remember it was Mia. Shout out to Mia for being an absolute trooper. She sprained her ankle, didn't complain. She she held in the tears. It looked very painful. It was bruised, but she carried on. If I sprained my ankle on a hiking trip where I was soaking wet for days, yeah, I would she just was, go, get me out of here, call an ambulance, actually, call a helicopter, get me out of this like pit. I couldn't believe how well she was handling it. Like we're all bitten from mosquitoes. Anyway, and this girl had the audacity to like five minutes later complain about like, like her back or like being sore and I turned around I yelled at her I snapped I was everyone was on on edge I snapped at her I said something like Stephanie I was like we're all uncomfortable like shut up no one cares or I said something like that it was so mean but at the same time no one like gave me shit for it because they all agreed with me (laughs) all the teachers kind of just like even the teachers were like I mean, fair enough. I mean, fair, fair enough. enough. Fair like, enough. someone need to say it. Thank you for saying it. Like, I was literally like, we're all uncomfortable. And she's like, I just say it. I'm like, shut up. Like, anyway, that was that was quite the uh, the trip. So I think, like, we've talked a bit about, like, school camps. But let's talk about the weird things that schools did. Like, I know our school, and along with a lot of other Australian schools, we did book week and stuff like that. You dress up as a book character. But our high school did Medieval Day. Medieval Day. Where we would learn about the medieval times. I remember I was scarred from what I learned about when they, like, used to torture people and stuff like that. But scarred. But Medieval Day, of course, they'd brush over that. Like, we wouldn't really learn about no, that. No, we just It was all up. for fun. We did a little, like, a little, like, a medieval lunch. Like, we, we all had this, we had this long table for, like, every year would come in. I was picked to be the queen. <laughs> like, there was a queen and king in it, like, a, a jester or something. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, there was always that one kid who, like, thought they were the class clowns. Secretly, they were just really annoying. Like, oh, what a juxtaposition. You know, I'm, I'm at school and I'm a jester. <laughs> like... Like, (laughs) so why were you picked to be the queen? I have no idea. I was just plucked out of like the the whole year. There was nothing that made you queen worthy. And I was just, I remember feeling like weirdly like important, but I knew it was just like, (laughs) I was just, it was just luck. And I was also a bit embarrassed, but I remember mum sent me (laughs) to school. She was always just like absolutely like having a go at mum today, but she was just such a, now that we're we're telling all these (laughs) stories, she was just such a sting. What did she do? Like, (laughs) no, I'm just thinking about the fact that she took me, she, she, 
took me to camp with with half a sleeping bag, like an excuse of a sleeping bag one year. An excuse of a rain jacket. An excuse of a rain jacket that was really a spray jacket because she it was the only thing she had in the cupboard. She thought, yeah, that'll do. She would always kind of just like try to find things Use in the cupboard. Use what we have. Use what we have. It's very resourceful. It's resourceful. And I, eco-friendly. I look up to her, but I also really despise her. <laughs> For sending me to school in this dress that was four sizes too big for me. It was swimming on me. And, like, I was this tiny little skinny thing. Everyone else had kind of gone to, like, up shops and, like, yeah. Like, oh, where'd you get your dress? Oh, my grandma made it. You know, she took three months on it. Or, like, oh, um, I don't know. Those I, kids. I, I, I spent, like, three weeks looking for my dress. Like, where'd you get yours? And I'm like, I, remember, oh, I, I don't got know, the, the garage. I got mine like, the night before. Like, I went to this costume store and, like, I'm, I saw another girl who was, like, so last minute too. There was nothing. And so I got this white dress and I put this sash around it. And I yeah, was like, like, yeah, that'll do. Yeah, like, I looked more Romanian princess than, <laughs> than medieval, but we went with it. I was going to say, like, what kind of, like, op shop has medieval dresses? So to yeah. be fair, it was hard to find. But And I remember we had to stitch in, like, fabric on my chest because it <laughs> came down so much that, like, mum had to, like, or I had to wear a singlet underneath it or something. And it was just, oh, it was just the, it was just such a ugh, day. And the fact that like we w- we went around school all day, like we we designed our own shields and we had little like sword fights, like oh, like remember we had that like beam and like you'd have to try to push each other off the beam. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, I don't that think game? I did that. My mental evil day was like bad compared and, to like, yours. And like wheelbarrow races and like the, there was like cardboard the cutouts of like horses on them, like horse races and yeah. stuff. But uh, what I'm trying to say is it was just such a like ugh, day to be like, let's celebrate the medieval times that were really, really, really shit times for everyone. <laughs> but let's do like, let's make it a little let's fun do little jousting. Like, yeah, like <laughs> jousting where in reality you'd probably kill each other. But let's make it really fun. Let's, let's sugarcoat it. Cardboard sword. Yeah, let's yeah. sugarcoat it for the kids. I, I remember we had to be in a group for one of the activities. And you know what? Uh, we called our group because we were we were really cool oh, at the time. Stop. I don't you know that hear. meme that was going around at the time? It was um I was in year eight or something, and it was like it was the damn Daniel back at it again with the white pants. So so we happy were weren't alive back then. So we were called Damn Daniel. Um, and then oh. the other team next to us was called White Vans. So, you know, it was, it was you know, culturally appropriate for the times, but that was our group. And we had to, like, um, parade around in our, like, in our gowns. Mine, mine looked like a Romanian dress. And, like, everyone would grade your dresses and everything. And I'm like, oh, that's a bit oh, rude. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then we'd have to, like, uh, kneel down and um, measure our skirts. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That wasn't medieval day. That was every other day. <laughs> I think our school tried to go above and beyond to like do like hands-on activities, which is nice. Yeah. But we did a thing called to Slum Survivor. Like I remember was, oh. you did it. You did it, but then they changed it for my year, of course. Because they realise it's a little bit it, like culturally inappropriate. No, it, no, it's just it's just sensitive. Yeah. Like I think they were trying to teach us a lesson of like how people live. Like, like I think they were trying to tell us about like third world countries and all that. Like yeah, they were trying to make us yeah yeah. So what what did it involve for you? What it was was like we we go to school and we'd spend the night at the school, but what we would have to do is sleep in cardboard boxes like overnight. They had a pile of clothes um, that they had just picked from salvos, and they they made us like all kind of like pick out like cl- clothes to wear. For this night. Wow. So it was like, can't wear the clothes you've already bought. We'll have to wear some Salvo's clothes because I don't know. So we all wore op shop clothes for a night. And so uh, what we had to do was we had to 
there, there was two piles. There was a pile of like heaps of cardboard and like sticky tape, which was actually quite like a luxury because I don't, I don't know how many people in slums yeah. have sticky tape. Um, and, and we had a pile of clothes and basically they basically made everyone like, they were like three, two, one, go. And everyone ran into this like pile of clothes <laughs> and pile of cardboard. We had, we had sorted out ourselves into groups and we had to make our self a house out of cardboard, like to stay a night wow. in. And we also had to pick like a shirt and t- a t-shirt and shorts to wear for that night. Yeah. Um, we weren't given dinner um, and we had to sleep in this cardboard box with nothing, like not even a blanket, nothing. It was kind of, it was just really, it was sensitive. Yeah, I, I don't understand how this got through like OH&S. No, I think we did get sleeping bags actually because I remember I saw, I was such a little, like a little shit at any rate. I, I saw the popular group of girls, they had snuck lollies into their like sleeping bags. Oh. Like, and it, we weren't allowed to bring any food because the whole point was like, we had to learn that like, you know, how people live without food for a night and we we were given like porridge in the morning like just a little bit of porridge and the whole thing was supposed to be like a learning experience and these girls like thinking back to it that was so like selfish and ungrateful like just for one night just do something like that's gonna teach you a lesson yeah anyway they they would like they had hidden lollies in their sleeping bag and I saw them like shoved lollies in the sleeping bag I dobbed on them (gasps) I told the teacher I was like miss but also because I was like bitch that's unfair like if you, if if you have lollies Snitches and no one else though, George. it's true i was like if you and no one else has lollies that's not fair you're gonna freaking have to share or i'm gonna dob so i dobbed because i was like if no one else is gonna have the lollies you're like, gonna have to share have to. but i dobbed and i don't think they figured out it was me so i was like <laughs> like and i remember the worst them thing getting is dobbing in, and then them knowing who yeah dobbed. but they i remember them getting in so much trouble and i was like <laughs> because oh, they were kind of bitches to me anyway so i was like <laughs> <laughs> you don't get your lollies and your two-minute noodles that you're going to have to eat dry. Yeah, like, why would they do that? Um, and they, it would duh. crunch too much. They, they'd get Are they? Caught. Yeah, anyway. But then in the morning, um, they the teachers woke us up with a hose and water <gasps> in these, in these like, um, cardboard houses that we had like, You're kidding. Built. So they they had, like, ruined the cardboard houses. Like, they woke us up with these hoses. So and you they, had like, a soggy house. Yeah, but the point was to, like, apparently because in slums, when, like, it rains, like, it, you, what are they going to do? The yeah. Cardboard melts. Cardboard melts. Melts. It, I'm melting. I'm melting. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it... It's not it's not waterproof. So I yeah. think they were trying to like show us like the the different weather conditions. They were trying yeah, to yeah. simulate it. Remember Tian took off her shirt and she hold it, held she it up. She held it up against the window because one of the teachers it started again. Yeah. One of my friends Tian took off her shirt and held it against the window because this teacher had like shoved the nozzle of the hose inside our little like like thing. It was but the thing is everyone was screaming and laughing. Like it was yeah. funny. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. But like at the end of the thing, the teachers, because they, I don't think they were expecting us to kind of like it and find it really funny, they had to like sit us all down and go, so guys, so this happens. Oh, like over in third world countries, this happens. Like these people, yeah, like it rains and they, they, that's their house. And we're all going, mm, yeah, mm. But like n- none of us, we were in year eight. We couldn't understand. We were just having a fun time. That it was like a bit insensitive. But we were in year eight. We couldn't understand it. We were just having fun. To us, it was fun. Yeah. Um, 
we couldn't quite grasp the... That for others, it's a reality. Yeah, but we couldn't quite grasp what they were trying to teach us. And I think that that's why they stopped doing it. Yeah. Because none, like, kids can't, at that age, don't really understand, especially when they're around all their friends and it's just yeah. a bit of fun. Because I, I know for my year, we didn't do that. We did a slum survivor, but in a different way. It was... Not fun. <laughs> we we went onto the field and we were assigned countries and poor countries. Like I was a poor, I was assigned a poor country, a third world country. I got a cup of rice for for, for lunch, um, and then they went up to higher countries and a higher country got two cups of rice. A higher country got three until they got to Australia, and one person was Australia and they had a whole pizza. And a whole, like, massive bottle of soft drink mm. all to themselves because they were, like, rich country. They were Australia. And then, like, poor countries like me, I would have to share one cup of rice between five people. Yeah. So, and that's all you got to eat for lunch. And this girl had a whole pizza and a soda to herself. And also, it was theorised that uh, this girl only got picked because her mum and dad had been complaining to the school about her not getting enough attention. Oh, my God. So oh, she was the one. off. There was always that parent that thought their kid was like creme de la creme. creme, de la creme. Of the, and they were like, my child's not getting enough attention. So I think to get the parents to be happy, they gave her a whole pizza and a soft drink, uh, family soft drink. So everyone was like, please give us a pizza, pizza, give us a pizza, pizza. And um, she wouldn't. So school holidays is actually this week, but I wouldn't know because now I'm at uni and Georgia isn't even at school anymore. School is well and truly over for us. Yeah, but, but has, how's that been? Well, I haven't I, asked. Yeah. <laughs> no, you haven't. So I guess we're having this conversation on the podcast. Um, I started psychology a couple of weeks ago, my Bachelor of Psychological Science, um, and it, it feels very smart and, it, and it's a lot. Like um, it's one of the content heavy degrees you can do um so there is a lot to it but I, I am really enjoying it which is which is what you have to like if you're going to be in a degree you have to enjoy it um so I am really enjoying it I've had a couple lectures but um everything's kind of online so that kind of sucks and um you don't really get uni holidays you kind of just get three weeks off but um yeah it's, it's been good is it kind of what you're expecting or is it con- is it like really full-on is it like year 12 is it are you it, finding it yeah, like, it's, it's nothing like year 12, to be honest. Like, the the first day I went, I was late, of course. Uh, of course. Because I left at 3 o'clock, right? And my lecture was at 4 at the uni. It takes me half an hour to get there. Uh, but I took a wrong turn. So, Oopsies. So, I then was already late getting into the uni. And I entered the uni in an entry I hadn't been in before. So, I had no idea where I was. The maps weren't working. This app lost on campus is shit. It doesn't work. And I was 10 minutes late to my lecture because I, I was driving around aimlessly. I almost had a cry and I had to contain myself and tell myself, Lily, you're 18, you're an adult. Don't cry over this. <laughs> and I walked in. And just no one cares. No one cares that you're late. No one cares that you're there. Like, I walked in. I sat at the back of the class and she just kept because, going. Because, they, yeah, it's nothing like school. You're you're, you're independent. You're an and adult. And they don't tell you, hey, this this is due on like, on Sunday. If you don't get it done, you're not going to pass the course. They you just, just have to get it done. Because and you the just teachers, have to remember. Because the teachers don't care about you. <laughs> you're yeah. a number. You have a student number. Like, they're teaching you a class, but, hey, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, that's on you. That's on you, and that's your you're failing yourself. They're, yeah. they're, isn't it because they're... It's um, because every kid who is in each course wants to be there. So 
Whereas in school, if a kid didn't want to do something, the teacher kind of had to force them to do it. But also, like, when you're at school, if the teacher isn't um, doing their job properly or if their class is failing, it's the teacher's fault. Yeah. Whereas at uni, I feel like it's your fault, your individual fault if you're failing, not the teacher's fault. So I think school holds hands because, like, you have to you have to do school. It's legal, whereas uni, you want to be there. So you have more of a motivation to succeed. Whereas in school, if you didn't have a, have a motivation, the teachers kind of were more motivated to motivate you because if mm. you did bad, they, they their teaching came across as bad, I guess. Have you made friends at uni? So no, I haven't made any like friend friends, but I actually got a question on my Instagram the other day. Someone was like, have you found any uni boys yet? Um, and no, I haven't because one of them ghosted me. He started talking Oops. to me. I know. Why would you ghost Why would you ghost me? No idea. Exactly. Look, why would you ghost me? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, he, he was chatting to me. He seemed really nice. And then just out of nowhere, just ghosted me. So... We don't like uni boys. They don't have a very good reputation with Lily. Oh, no, no. You might have better luck, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll jump into some fanfare questions now. Amelia has said, would you rather go 500 years into the past or 500 years into the future? Oh, um, oh, I think going 500 years in the future could be so scary. Like, I, it I'd could say, be like no world. I'd so. say um, past, 100%. Because I'm scared of our future. Yeah. I'm scared of our what our world's going to become in 500 years. We, there could be no world. That's what I mean. Like I would so much that. rather go 500 back because I want to see how much we've evolved and I want to see what the world was like back yeah. then. Yeah, I, I think I'm the same. Yeah. I'd be too scared to go in the future because then I'd feel like it's all up to me. I'd be main character vibes. I'd be a fucking movie. I'd have to save the world. Guys, I'd this, have to this isn't us. This is not us. This is not you. Guys, Let's the world is ending. I'd turn into one of those like people who are on the street who's like, the world's ending. I would turn into a doomsdayer. You know when everyone thought the world was ending in, in like 2012? I'd be one of those. No, it was, it, no one thought the world was ending. I think someone predict, predicted it was. And no, it was no, it was like a conspiracy theory because it was the 12th of the 12th, 2012. The last question is, if you could change one thing about your high school experience, what would it be? Uh, how annoying as hell I was. I don't like, think you I, could change I, that. That's no, just puberty. No, as in that's what I'd change. I'd knowing what I know now about like how seriously insignificant and unimportant friend groups are and how unimportant like people are. And hierarchy. And hierarchy in like year eight and just how small and insignificant it was. Like I, I wish yeah. I went back knowing that now. Yeah, okay. I liked my high school experience. I, I don't really regret anything. I'm, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. So. Yeah, it's because you, I made all the mistakes so you didn't have to no, make No, I made a lot of mistakes in high school. Like Bitch. dating in high school. <laughs> no, I wouldn't change anything about my high school experience. I think everything happens for a reason, even the bad. Coming up on the podcast, I reveal that even though I've only been at uni for three weeks, I have already gotten ghosted by a guy. <laughs> so keep listening. So that is it for this episode of G Thanks. We hope you enjoyed. I'm Lily. And I'm Georgia. (laughs) That was my cue. So sorry. (laughs) Bye. Bye. G Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.